Today's show is brought to you by Wizard World. Coming up on January 16th, you are invited to participate in a free interactive panel featuring a Q&A session with the stars of Animaniacs. That's right, Rob Paulson, Jess Harnell, Tress McNeil, and Maurice LaMarche. You'll get a chance to ask your favorite voice actors questions about Animaniacs, and there's also opportunities for live video chats, virtual photo ops, recorded video messages, and of course, autographs. So if you're like me, you won't want to miss out on this opportunity to interact with some of the stars of Animaniacs. Don't let COVID cancel your convention experiences. Go to wizardworld.animaniacast.com today to get more information, and we'll see you there at the panel. Today's show is also brought to you by Patreon. The Animaniacast has started a Patreon, and we'd love for you to become a patron. Simply go to patreon.com slash Animaniacast for exclusive content, including... Animaniacs commentaries featuring the creator of Animaniacs, Tom Ruger. It's all over at patreon.com slash Animaniacast. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. Oh, 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 Gigi, she's gone. This looks like a case for celebrated detective Hercule Yako. I feel like we've been here before. Yeah, well, that's how we make television in 2020. Reboot! And welcome, everybody, to the Animated Cast. This is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse such as Pinky the Brain, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Freakazai. Here we explore the series episode by episode. We revisit all the cultural references and gags, and in the end, we give every episode a Water Tower rating. Today we're talking about Episode 7 of the Animaniacs Reboot. I am Joey, and joining me are my co-hosts, my brother Nathan. Let them eat cake. <laughs> and across the country in Georgia is kelly hello a lot of news we got a lot of exciting stuff going on in the world and today we're bringing it all back to animaniacs with an episode that includes the segments warner she wrote france france revolution and gift rapper and if Someone were to ask you, Nathan and Kelly, how would you describe this episode in just, oh, I don't know, a few words? What would you tell them, Nathan? Uh, there's almost no pinky in the brain in this episode. Oh, that's true. Very, Which very was shocking. Little. Yeah. They are yeah. in it, but like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, it's them. Put them in. Like and we Kelly, said they'd be in every episode. They're there. <laughs> they, they, they did not lie. And <laughs> Kelly, what about you? This episode had a Spielberg reference. But they probably should have left it out. <laughs> yeah. There was a Spielberg reference, but I don't know if that's enough to necessarily save this episode for Kelly. We'll we'll have to find out in just a few moments. Uh this one is uh of course this one this episode, 
along with all the other episodes in this first season of the reboot, premiered on November 20th of 2020. And Nathan, let's get to our favorite segment. It's November 20th trivia. So let's hit us with the November 20th trivia theme song. It's November, and it's the 20th day of November, so that makes it November 20th. Yay! Wow. I, hope- I love how this theme song is different every time. Yeah, I can't remember it. Uh, yeah, well, I thought he just wrote multiple theme songs. <laughs> I mean, the music sheets, he, he sends them out. I would yeah. love – I know there's nobody uh, who would ever waste their time doing this, but I'd love to hear somebody actually like play music to like the, the theme songs. If you, oh, God, if you actually know music and you can do that, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> we need musical company. company make it sound better because it couldn't sound any worse. That's true. <laughs> do some auto-tune like the episode. <gasps> Ooh, oh, auto-tune. That's right. the in- in- rap in fact, song. auto-tune the entire episode. <laughs> Might make it a little bit more entertaining. Nathan, uh, what happened on November 20th? Um, all right. Well, in this episode, we have a whole segment about uh, some French royal deaths. So I, I was like, hey, what's some royal deaths in history on November 20th? So I thought this might be somewhat of a tie-in. So here we go. In 996 AD, Richard I, Duke of Normandy, died on November 20th. Then John I, the King of France, and Navarra. That was on 1316. And then 1925, we have Alexandra of Denmark, the Queen of the United Kingdom. And 1938, Maud of Wales, the Queen of Norway. All perished on the 20th <laughs> of november oh how sad yeah but there you know. go i thought this is the perfect episode for that <laughs> yeah now dealing with royals royals, royals. <laughs> not, they'll never be royal no not anymore <laughs> dead uh well thank you so much nathan for the november 20th trivia let's go ahead and get into our discussion here of the actual episode, and let's first not forget about today's variable verse. Today's variable verse is, execs must be crazy. Execs must be crazy. It doesn't even rhyme. There's an E. I, I, I would say that they did it quite, it's, this is not my favorite variable theme verse <laughs> they've done, either in this reboot or in the, obviously their original series. Um, kind of forgettable, and I guess it might be, maybe? Is this like a reference to gods must the gods might be must be crazy? Maybe? I don't know. You ever see that movie? Gods must be crazy? No, but I've I don't heard think of you it. You must but be I don't, crazy. I don't know no. anything about it. It's uh it's a movie that came out in the eighties. My 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 uh, uncle used to love that movie a lot and he thought it was the most hilarious movie in the world. Who and, was in it? Uh it's a movie about a tribe in Africa, like a real tribe in Africa. About like a Coke bottle is thrown from a from a helicopter, I think, and so it's all about them kind of taking this Coke bottle. And uh, I, I'm I honestly, I haven't seen it since I was in third grade, so that's about all I remember. <laughs> Other than it's a comedy, and um, in if you were to look at it with modern eyes, I've I've been told it's uh, racist. But, oh, no. but that's, I haven't, again, I can't think of any specific examples because I haven't seen it since I was a little kid. So, 
I remember laughing at it as a kid because it's just kind of silly. I remember people running around the place and and running away from lions or something. Well, a lot of stuff was offensive in the 80s, particularly comedies. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. So no telling. Yeah, no telling. But uh, yeah, so I but I, if I were to if I were a betting man, I would say this might be a reference to that movie, at least that saying, perhaps. Hmm. But I don't know. It just shows executives kind of, you know, on the walls, like kind of acting crazy like uh, and i was i was wondering if i was looking to see if any of them actually looked like any of the execs from this show and i really couldn't see anybody who uh necessarily looked like any of the execs on the show so i was a little bit disappointing that i couldn't see any caricatures of people actually know but whatever but let's go ahead and get to the the main segment here or at least one of the first segments all these segments are completely Warners. This is a, a different thing for us for the reboot. Used to be getting used to this formula of a Warners segment, a Pinky the Brain segment, and then a Warners segment or song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is all just Warners. So it three Warners. It. What was that, Nathan? <laughs> it breaks. It breaks the the mold or whatever. Yes. I- <laughs> for better or for worse, it break, breaks the mold. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about the first segment, and it's called Warner She Wrote. And Warner She Wrote was a story by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk, and then the teleplay was written by Jess Latcher, Lacker, Andrew Barbeau, and Wellesley Wilde, and it was directed by Eric Knutson. Uh... Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in Warner She Wrote? Ah, uh, okay. So the Warners are traveling on the Occident Express. It's the year, I don't know, 1800. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Yakko is, again, uh, the detective Hercule Yakko, which he's been before. Um, and now uh, there's an annoying dog on this train and keeps barking. The conductor even says that dog doesn't stop barking. It's going to get murdered course he means muzzled because he messes up his m words which is i don't know it's a kind of a plot point i guess i don't know we'll find out anywho the net that night they are trying to sleep and you know they're actually sleeping right next door to this barking dog and they keeps them up all it keeps up yakko especially up all night excuse me Tell your dog to put a sock in it, please. Some of us are trying to lie quietly in bed, contemplating the brief nature of our existence. Gigi will express herself as she sees fit. Be gone! In the morning, they find out that there has indeed been a murder of the dog. uh, Or at least a dog napping, because it's missing. And now they're her cool Yako is on the case. Uh, So he does a couple. First, he finds uh, the 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 chloroform that was used to knock out the woman had Dot's name on it, so maybe Dot did it. But no, she lost that handkerchief doing close-up magic. Watch, 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 watch. I'm watching. It's still there. But where is the handkerchief? No, no, mommy, no, 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 mama. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. So maybe it was Wacko who snuck out of the room that night. But no, he was 
taking a bath in the punch bowl. Hot wash buns, hot wash buns, scrubbity dub dub, scrubbity dub dub, hot wash buns. <clears throat> this punchline is taking far too long. I'll say this episode feels like it's all set up and no payoff. Uh, so maybe it was Yakko who, uh, for some reason, oh, he has dog hair on him. Uh, but no, he didn't do it because uh, he would have remembered doing it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> looks like I'm my own prime suspect. I can't believe you were under my nose the whole time. Under it, behind it, attached to it. Where were you the night Gigi disappeared? I was with you. With me? That's right, with we. Are you following this? Absolutely not. So we know it's on him. So they decide to tear the room apart and they find what is a note, what appears to be from the dog itself saying, don't look for me. I am, uh, I've decided to run away because of my own Mordella. And really, she means mortality because she messed up her M words. But, hey, we know the dog can't write. And plus, there's someone else that messes up their M words. It's the conductor who might be named Margaret, but uh, just because he calls himself Margaret. But <laughs> yes. I think that's because he messes up his M words. That's right. It was Margaret. I mean, me. It was me. Why'd you do it, Margaret? But anyways, Margaret admits, admits to doing it. And uh, then uh, he ends up saying murdered correctly, though, when he says, I'm going to murder you guys now when he's talking to the Warners. And they're like, congratulations, here's your prize. And it's the dog. So he unwraps it and the dog starts attacking him. And um, I think that's how it went. Yeah, pretty much. They they reunite <laughs> the, the dog and the owner. And yeah. And they make out. Oh, that was just gross. And yeah. they, yeah. And then she does this whole feeding the dog a biscuit by chewing it and Spitting it into its mouth. There's so much grossness. <sighs> I don't know, but the conductor's name is Margaret in the uh, in the credits. So, yeah, it's, so just, it's a fun like. I think it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Jokes, a joke in the jokes. credits, I think, because he calls himself Margaret. I don't think. Speaking of M words, though, I have a quick question. Yeah. Why was there a moose? In this, did I miss that? Like, Jot was doing close up magic, Two and moves. why did it freak out? I didn't get that either because well, it disappeared. The, the, nap- the, the napkin, the napkin, the handkerchief disappeared. It fr- it's because it's a joke, because it's well, scary it, and it's you, ironic that that you ever the, see these uh close up magic with uh, what's his face? Um, oh, David Blaine, David Blaine, and then like they no. makes the watch disappear, and then the guys start freaking out. Like, no. I think that's what I it was just didn't to understand like. why there was a moose. Like, is there was, I, was there some kind of like a pun I didn't get? Yeah, I don't know. But the Why moose and a... Margaret were both played by the same actor, Carlos Alzaquay. Alzaraki. Alzaraki, I believe. Alzaraki. The voice of uh, Rocco. Oh. Rocco's Modern Life. And he plays one of the police officers in Reno 911. There you go. Well, he is the moose and Margaret. Well, I will say the only thing that made me laugh in this entire thing is the moose who said, Moosey Mama. And that made me laugh <laughs> just because he sounded funny. Um, but I didn't understand why there was a moose in this episode. Again. Yeah, I was trying to think. I watched if there it was a couple a... times. Like, did, did I miss something? Like, why is who? Why, uh, why is she doing a thing, a magic trick for the moose? Um, let's let's talk about some of the things. It's like that a we, Family Guy kind of thing. I guess it, <laughs> that was. I didn't get it. Yeah, let's talk about the things that we liked, and let's talk about the things that maybe confused or. 
infuriated us. Infuri- as they would say. Infuriated. And Nothing in this look, cartoon. The concept of love confuses and infuriates. <laughs> That's your drama. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, and that was Maurice LaMarche who said that line, I yes. believe. Yeah. Anyway. So it's all come back. Full circle. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to Animaniacs. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about the stuff that we uh, liked in here. Kelly, I, let's let's start with you. Uh, is there any moments <laughs> in this cartoon, this first one, <laughs> that you liked? Um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just laying it out there. No. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I liked the punchline was too long. The, okay. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't like it. I will no. say this. I like the costumes that they wore. I like the. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. I like Dot's outfit. That okay. was. I, I'm okay with Hercule Yako coming back. Like yeah, the concept of which, that idea, which is I think weird it's probably because, fine. Yeah, I really wish they kind of kept it as a continuation in some ways of the original, even though they kind of allude to that we've done this before. Even though wasn't the original Hercule Yako the one with the fingerprints joke? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you would think that they would kind of like I don't know mention that or well, they did make some kind of joke and they said not in front of the kids. It, yeah, because yeah. he was going to say another M word. M M-M. oh, mother- right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. We all chipped in and got you a little something, something. Go ahead and open it. No, 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 no. Not in front of the kids. Because um, yeah. I was like, well, maybe that was sort of a nod. I guess. Um, but it wasn't I mean, it wasn't funny. It, no. I mean, I guess it was kind of funny, but I mean, I mean you could, some of these episodes you can kind of you gotta figure this one. This one's been through the ringer of rewrites. You looking at the amount of people that were behind this episode and writing it. I don't even know with. what a teleplay is. A teleplay is the screenplay, <laughs> but just okay. the uh, TV. TV version. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's two people did the story, and then three people I, doing the teleplay. Yeah, usually I'm used to seeing story by and then written by. But yeah. it looks like it's a, like story by, and then it looks like the other three people came in and said, we got to rewrite these things and punch it up or something. But there's a lot of, like Nathan, you brought up the punchline joke right there. This punchline is taking too long, and then there's all set up and no payoff. And it's like the whole cartoon. The whole cartoon. <laughs> the whole cartoon is, is that a lot made of, me laugh. Yeah, well, the whole thing is setting. It's like it's stuff is going on, and I keep thinking to myself, I should be enjoying this more, and I'm not laughing, and I'm just getting grossed out. And it's, it, and even it seems like the the show itself is saying, yeah, this episode isn't good, which is a very Family Guyish thing to say. Like I see it happen all the time on Family Guy. Like Peter Griffin just does these little like, yeah, but well, we can't do this because of the the writers. Da, 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 da. And it's like that's. That isn't funny to me anymore. Uh, it used to be funny to me like five, ten years ago when I would see it and go, oh, that's clever. They're kind of talking about how this episode is. It's that so funny. meta. Yeah. But now it's it's kind of old and I'm just like, that so, is, it seems a little lazy. At it, times. It, it, it took the words out of my mouth. It's lazy. <laughs> it's lazy. No, they, they make a, a reference to to being a reboot again, I guess, in, in regards to the title. Yeah, they do. They talk about it, or it's a reboot, and it's like, yeah, we know it's a reboot. Just, just be funny. Just yeah. be funny. That's all I want the show to be. For is... the love of God, <laughs> no, it's just, it just wasn't funny, and I really wanted it to be because, it, but 
Oh boy. Okay, let's talk about the the cultural references, and most of them are all just kind of thrown into a, a quick little. Let's do some detective work. And for some reason, they keep pulling out stuff from other movies. Why are they pulling out stuff from like it? There, there was no setup to why this is happening, but they were just pulling out random things from other movies that weren't mysteries, they weren't anything else. It really kind of didn't feel connected to it in any way, which kind of annoyed me. But oh, the grab bag. Yeah. Well, no, the, the the stuff they were looking in the closet. Okay, yeah, so they, well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, basically, but it, it kind of reminded me of grab bag because it just pulled out a bunch of random. Yeah, stuff. just random. I think stuff. one of them was the Holy Grail. Yes, one of but the, not yeah. the real Holy Grail, like one of the false grails or the Monty Python in the Holy Grail. Yes, that it's that they uh in the in the wiki they say it's the Grail from Monty Python, which maybe yeah, that's what I kind of but it I could be it. one of the ones from uh Last Crusade. It could be one of the fake ones. <laughs> we'll never know. He chose poorly. I would have loved for the episode to end with the conductor drinking from that grail and just turning into a skeleton. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that, oh, oh, yeah. That would have, that should have happened. That would have made my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't. I see how easily entertained I am. Like, it doesn't take much. Yeah. See, you, know, you should the, write for the show. Drew. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I would just do that. No, guys, do this. And then the episode is Boom. all of a sudden great. Fixed it. <laughs> just, just do what's the, so. Just do this from Indiana Jones. And also don't because Joey talk about knows being his a reboot. Audience. Yeah, get it? Joey, Joey knows his audience. Yeah. Painting is like show business. You have to know your audience. There's going to be a girl in Georgia that's going to really like this if you just do this joke. <laughs> I, that you like, I it. like it. <laughs> yeah, just pull Spielberg out of the bag as well. <laughs> her, her eminence is coming. Her eminence is coming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, anyway, uh, so there's Soylent Green uh, referenced with like a you know. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, a <laughs> I didn't know few, what that was. Yeah. I paused it and I was like, what? What is yeah. that? They have a rosebud sled for Citizen Kane. They have the sword and the stone from uh, King Arthur slash. Sword of the Stone. Uh, they have uh, ruby slippers from Wizard of Oz. They have the uh, Mrs. Bates from Psycho. And they got uh, the Maltese. Maltese Falcon was pictured as well. You know, Which, that one kind of fits better than these other yes. ones. At least that one's a, a mystery yes. thing. I've seen it, that movie, actually. It, well, I get the Rosebud sled because, I mean, they they referenced Rosebud a lot in the original cartoon. And Spielberg owns the Rosebud sled or, or one of them. So yeah. yeah, I suppose. That and that one's, there's kind of a mystery going on in Rosebud. Because you're trying to figure out why he said his last words were rosebud. So, yeah, I guess Spoiler. that kind of fits. Well, that's at the beginning of the movie is the trying to find out why he says rosebud. You were the one that gave the spoiler. I didn't say oh, anything sorry. about. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the so that that was cool, like nice to see, but it didn't make any sense to the to the thing. I, I just this episode really felt like a mess. Me, yeah, there was cartoon. lots of references in this cartoon is one thing you could say. Like, there's a lot of things. <laughs> I'm sure she I, wrote for the title. Yeah. Hercule you know. Perot is Hercule Yako. Yeah. But the I guess um, one of the main issues I had with this was that it, it's like, so you're, so let's, the first one was called Hercule Yako, right? Yeah, I think so. And then, and in that, uh, I, I even forget what's going. Oh, yeah, the uh, uh, Claudia... That, oh, Morita. I keep calling her Claudia, but I think it's Claudio is those guy. Anyway, Morita, the hip hippo, her jewels were missing and she ended up, she was sitting on them the entire time. Um, but in the original series, they kind of had the same thing. Like somebody stole them. Let's go find out. And they went to a bunch of different characters. And it's just so funny that now they have like so, like no side characters whatsoever. So what do they have to do? Well, there's 
me and Dot and Wacko. <laughs> Let's find out which one of us took it. It's like, man, I'm missing the side characters in this one because yeah. – that was where a lot of the comedy came from. Where it was like, let's go talk to Slappy for a little bit. And Slappy says something funny. And that's like, that's where the I comedy comes from. Go talk to the nurse. From. And no, yeah, no, no, no. And that's, and or that something. was a missing, <laughs> that was really a missing element in this. It really felt like the first Hercule Yakko done on a budget. Like, we're not, give <laughs> or like a limited cast. It's like the original one. It's like if you took like a, a play that had like 10 characters and then you had to trim it down to four uh, and, it, and people were double casting themselves and stuff like that. It really didn't feel like as good as it could have been. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It really I, – I don't know what to say about this other than I laughed at the moose. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, payoff. Uh, there, was a lot, there was no payoff to the jokes and there was a lot of references is what I was trying to say. Um, and then a lot of just cheap stuff, like gross stuff. Like the, I noticed like the second or third time watching this, that the dog pees underneath the, the yeah. thing. I didn't really notice it until I was watching it with audio description. Like, oh, and then yeah. And then they, 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 they say it right out there. Yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I you just spelled it. something. I, I noticed all the, the slobbery licking, eating the food and feeding the and dog at the end of it. Yeah, and that's lazy too. I mean, it's just late. That's that's unnecessary. Like unnecessary. Well, it's like we don't have anything funny, so let's just make them do something gross. Yeah, and that's not funny to me. I mean, I'm sure there are people that loved it, and if you did, more power to you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, man, oh man, I did not find this funny because uh, it just wasn't speaking to me. I was not the audience intended for this. Or mm. if I was, I would have liked that work. if even if I was a kid watching it. That's not the kind of stuff I found funny i i mean i'm a writer i you know would would sort of want to i'm a no i am a writer (laughs) (laughs) and um uh so i i you know buffy the vampire slayer is one of my favorite tv shows and the monsters were cheesy a lot of times some of the episodes were really dumb but the characters and the writing Mm -hmm. saved it anytime it kind of went downhill a little bit because you know not everything's gonna hit every episode out of the park and overall, the quality was fabulous because you had great writers and you had great characters. And they could, you know, uh, balance the cheesiness of some of the monsters of the week or whatever. And uh, it's the the writing is the backbone of so many shows. Yeah. And this and this particular I mean, I'll just I'll just kind of jump ahead a little bit. And I'll just say that really, I mean, the, the other two segments that we're going to talk about, I, I writing wise, I, I was like, boy. It's uh, it wasn't it wasn't funny to me. Um, I mean, it's still probably better than what I could write because I don't. Oh, write totally. I can't. I'm not saying all. I could do better. I, I can't do funny, but um, I, mean, I I can write violent, tragic stuff all day long I, and write depressing poetry. <laughs> I will say that the setup, the 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 ideas behind all these three segments today, I really am completely behind. Like the idea of it. I think it makes a lot of yeah, sense. I think they all had great potential for sure. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like, good, this is timeless stuff and it's not doing the political humor that the show really, um, uh, is relying on. I think a lot thank, of this season. Thank goodness. We've had enough politics this week, which, oh boy, oh boy <laughs> that is very true. I know. I was just thinking about it. Like, look, you know, like one of the, the things that I'm sure the writers of the show could never have foreseen when they were doing a lot of the political humor was I, obviously making fun of uh, Trump and there's, you know, obviously the people that like Trump and are offended by that, but 
even for me, a person that is not a fan of Trump at all, I'm not, I don't think Trump is funny <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, now I look at these, these things like the Cyclops and, and him in the first song and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just over it. I'm just sick of it. Yeah. It's and been it's had some, four years now already. <laughs> like, I know. But, and it's like, and it, but I it's just, I'm done. And I couldn't, I mean, I can't blame the writers for, for doing Trump jokes. I think even <laughs> it was actually a, a interview with, with Wellesley Wilde um, and uh, Gabe Zwar, I believe that they said that Spielberg really wanted them to do as much political humor as possible. That he really was trying to get it as political as 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 he wanted more and more and more political humor. I I'm not disagreeing. It it seems odd for him to go that route. I mean, he's very political himself, but not. Um, he doesn't usually do it in a funny way. I mean, maybe maybe he wanted them to do it because he doesn't, you know, treat politics humorously. You know, a lot of his films are are actually pretty political. <laughs> yeah, but um, I. I find that interesting. Hi, Animaniacast Podcast. This is Chick Venera as Pesto the Pigeon. That's a mouthful. Why would you do that to someone? Why? Okay, that's it. I'm out of here. Some said it couldn't be done. Some said it shouldn't be done. But the host of the Animaniacast said, We're doing it anyway. That's right. It's the Animaniacast Patreon page. After more than four years of podcasting about Animaniacs, the Animaniacast is asking for you to become a patron and pledge your support. Your support not only helps cover the cost of podcast hosting, but it also gives you an opportunity to receive some exciting rewards. Some rewards include behind-the-scenes audio and video, Voting rights that determine which episodes the Animaniacast will cover. Video chats with the host of the show. Animaniacs vinyl decals sent right to your home. And much, much more. Including exclusive episode commentaries from the creator of Animaniacs, Tom Ruger. For more information, go to patreon.com slash Animaniacast. So it's, I don't know, it's something to... I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> what we're talking about. Uh, let's just go. Let's just move on to the 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 next segment. Here. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about France, France Revolution. <laughs> Woo! And France, France Revolution was a story by Andrew Barbeau, and it was a teleplay by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk. It was directed by Scott O'Brien. And Adriel Garcia. <laughs> and Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in France, France Revolution? Okay. It's uh, in the 1700s, and the Warners are struggling to find something to eat. You know, they're like digging dirt potatoes out of the ground, and then they just blow away in the dust because they're, they're just dirt. And um, they're starving. And Marie Antoinette's carriage drives by. And... And, of course, she's the queen of France at this time and uh, drops a, a slice of cake. And they, the siblings argue over, you know, you know, we should consume it slowly and, you know, let's, let's just eat it up. And, um, you know, they're licking little bits of uh, icing off of it um, as one does with cake. And then um, 
Finally, uh, Wacko gets it and eats all of it. Is this what non-dirt-based food tastes like? It's fantastic! Don't eat it all at once, Wacko! We might never have something so scrumptious again! <sighs> Maybe not, but I think I know how we can get more. And so they decide to go into the palace, and they pose as servants, uh, you know, footmen and everything, and they help Marie Antoinette. Well, they don't really help her, but they stand outside the carriage <laughs> as she gets out and then open the door for her. And then uh, she's bemoaning her sad fate of being a, a queen and, um, you know, how rough her life is. And It is so odd to be queen these days. I'm expected to be a mother. <laughs> A fashion model and a businesswoman. But nobody bought my celebrity cookbook. My publisher said it's because people don't have gold. But I think it's because everyone wants to see me fail. You deserve to be pampered today. How about a mani-pedi? And then they have a close-up of her nasty hand, which is gross. And it's got like a spider on it. It's like, yeah. really? We have to go there with her hand now? Like, okay. Like, don't forget this is a gross show. Uh, for a minute, I almost forgot. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, they, um, she finally realizes that they are peasants, uh, and, um, then has them arrested and they, they're escorted outside and they, they pass a guillotine, guillotine, however you want to pronounce it. I like guillotine. I think yeah. either is correct. I think that's, that's the correct way, isn't it? I I think you can say it either way. I've looked it up for people. I got to argue with my dad about it one time. I'm like, ah, they're both right. That'll be an animated cast poll. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, one of those in a long time. So uh, it makes it look like they, they might be headed to, in that direction, but then the be headed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the executioners are actually just having a party. So then they they get taken to the stocks and um. As they're being put into the stocks, uh, you know, with their arms and head outside, you know, uh, held captive. They're talking about all the good food that they ate. I regret nothing. Those croque-missions were delicious. Croque-monsieur! Croque-monsieur! Croques of all kinds! (laughs) That bechamel sauce was to die for. And so the crowd starts really paying attention and instead of wanting them to be punished or like they start salivating because they, they want some food too i mean they they want some of that good good cake and uh so then they break into the palace and just you know eat all the cake and everything and they uh capture marie antoinette or you know toss her outside and she falls in the mud and that uh the Warner siblings, you know, tell her that uh, the peasants, they, they can't even buy bread. You know, she's Marie Antoinette saying she wants to be loved. And, and she's like, well, then, you know, if they can't buy bread, let them eat cake. Which I'm pretty sure it's been known now that she didn't really say that. Nah. That's just the urban myth. And um, uh, in fact, I, I think the story is because I've actually read a book about her. Um That I think she actually like stepped on the executioner's foot or something as she was uh go walking up to the scaffold and, and apologized. So, um, or maybe I'm mixing her up with Anne Boleyn or somebody. I don't know. I've read a lot about people that got <laughs> their heads chopped off. Um, sort of a hobby of mine. And, um, anyway, 
So a collection they, of books about people getting their heads chopped off. Oh man, I <laughs> all the books I have about assassinated uh, royalty. <laughs> Ridiculous, you know, the wives of Henry VIII and all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, I just like history. Um, <laughs> well, that's all the time we have today, folks. Thanks to our celebrity guest, Marie. And good luck at that revolutionary tribunal, huh? I hear they can be a real pain in the neck. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody! And while they don't, they don't, they don't basically say, I don't think they say you're going to get killed, but they kind of allude to it with Yakko. They say there's a pain in the neck. Yeah, Yeah. it's a pain in the neck. And then, of course, the iris goes in around Yakko's head. Which he gets gets, decapitated. He gets decapitated, but he's, he's so happy about it. (laughs) Anyway, um, so there you go. That's France, France Revolution. I mean, the main thing, the, you know, reference, of course, is the, the French Revolution. Uh, oh. with Marie Antoinette and it course, wasn't funny. It, I thought you were gonna say dance dance, dance revolution. Was uh, dance dance revolution is the thing, <laughs> which I, I guess that's that's still around. I mean, I haven't been to an arcade or anything in since uh forever. Uh, but I, you know, it's people still like that game. Don't yeah, they? sure. I'm sure there's people that are really good at it still. Yeah, um, not me. <laughs> but, uh, but at any rate, that it's uh, it, yeah, there was a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> It was actually kind of sad. <laughs> it was it was one of the darker ones, I suppose. Especially, I mean, it's a, you'd, of course knowing what's going to happen, and also that the Warners instigate the French Revolution, which of course itself isn't a bad thing, because of course the the monarchy was had to you know being abolished and everything, corrupt like and that. yeah, or whatever. But uh, but of course you know the it, boy, even thinking about it with the uh, with news today and everything what's the the right way to go about political change and (laughs) you can see you can see a lot of different ways to do that huh um and certainly the french revolution was one uh (laughs) but i don't know i I just thought the the marie antoinette there was some there was a lot of stuff i i think when i was watching this and it was the same thing with the first one i should be enjoying this cartoon more than i am and i couldn't put my finger on it why i wasn't because it wasn't funny oh there you go (laughs) <laughs> the jokes weren't working for me. I don't know, Nathan. What about you? Is is there stuff that you thought was was funny? Um, there were uh, no, I don't no. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was uh somewhat funny, I suppose. The actual uh voice actress for Marie Antoinette, yeah, sure. She had a good uh, French accent. I didn't like yeah, the, the monster eating part. Like, I I didn't think the no. sharp teeth and the. I mean. I don't know. I thought I thought I liked her line reads well enough. I thought that's true. I think she. I I do agree with that. I think I I did like her French accent and her voice Mm -hmm. and stuff. I thought was very good. I just wish that they all had funnier things to say. And I felt (laughs) I felt bad for Dot, who is like, oh, we're all starving, and we're going to. She's going to distract. um, Yeah, why doesn't Dot get to eat? Dot never got to eat. She's doing all the work. She's doing all the work. I mean, I guess she's getting a she's getting a spa treatment too at the same time. But still, um, I thought the whole point of this was to go eat something. And meanwhile, Dot has to do all the work while her brothers eat all the food. That was cakes were pretty. I like I like the the cake with the little flower on it. It was pretty. So yeah, the animation and (laughs) I I, yeah, there was voice acting, and there we so there we go. I know I liked the cake. It looked, for the most part, I liked how it looked, I, and I liked the concept of it. I just didn't like the execution of it. 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, I got it. Unintentional pun, I swear. All the puns. Is... Where are we beheading? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the same pun again. I know. Uh, that was a good one. Though, so let's do it. It was good. One. Kelly did it on accident. They didn't. Uh, do, hey, and they didn't even do. They great. even do that one like one time. Like it seems like they could have done. Yeah. yeah See, so we got awful. two puns they could have put in. Execution. Like yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh. We're doing it without even trying. I know. We're just, maybe we're just maybe they did about. when he said where you'll be heading. Did he say that to her when she's, I don't know. I think maybe. Uh, I, maybe I'm sure it was in there. I would think. It, it just seems like a lot be, of these. It's a very missed opportunity if he didn't say yeah, that. So. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like it's, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of these episodes, it's kind of going through the motions at some points for me i think <laughs> which is sad because i'm like I, I want to like this i want to like this it's a great idea no okay let's wrap it up here with gift wrapper and gift wrapper was written by lucas crandles and timothy nash and it was directed by scott o'brien uh, and so in Gift Wrapper, they, uh, the Warners are basically are in the water tower and they're kind of putting together some Ikea furniture uh, with the, I don't know, the oopsie doopsie or whatever it's called. I forget what it's called, but I'll put in Wacko's uh, audio right here telling everybody what it's called. Maybe we should have read the instructions for the swingy thingy. I think I see where this is going. And so they do this catapult bed and... They go through a studio wall next to them, and they enter a movie – or not a movie uh, studio. It's kind of a video being filmed at the time, and it's starring a guy named – what's this guy's name? He's J-Pac, which is kind of like Jay-Z and Tupac put together. So before you know it, the Warners and J-Pac, who was – who's that guy? Remember that poster? We all were like – Hey, who's that guy on top of the tower? Well, now we know. It was this guy. It's Jake. Who has two thumbs and is on top of the tower? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, hi, Yakko Warner, first-time listener, short-time hater. My question is, who are you? That's Jay Puck Lay's the rapper. Only the greatest wordsmith ever! It ends up uh, going into uh, kind of a, you know, he's better, this guy's better than William Shakespeare, Yakko, of course, we all know from the original series, like to quote Shakespeare. Um, so he takes great offense to this. So they go into a rap battle where Yakko kind of talks about how great Shakespeare is. Alas, poor Jay Park. I don't know who you're supposed to be. All the world's a stage, but player, leave this stage to me. To rap or not to rap, that is the question. It doesn't have to be like this, all arrogance and aggression. My boy Bill told us pride cometh before the fall. Well, you're about to take a humble tumble, else yak a liar call. The audience isn't really into it. To J-Pac then goes into a rap talking about how much the Animaniacs suck. <laughs> and, uh, so that makes Yakko say, well, that wasn't nice. So he uh, does one more rap battle, ends up 
uh, saying, hello, hearse. And a whole hearse drops on JPAC. And then he drops the mic and then another mic and another mic, bigger and bigger until a mic is so big that it's like a space capsule and it lands on JPAC. Yakko comes out of it as an astronaut and a man in the front of the audience explodes for no particular reason. You know, I I think if he was going to drop all those mics, uh, instead of mics, they should have dropped like um, Mike Tyson and Mike ah. Michael Myers. Uh, yes, you know, like from Saturday Night Live, uh, but <laughs> not not like from Halloween. Um, that's Mike Myers, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. I think that would have been funny. It would have been a full, funny visual gag rather than just keep doing the mics. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Because I didn't really find the mic dropping. Uh, that funny um but i would have like oh that's funny and then the, each mic could do something different to the guy like if you drop mike tyson then he punches you if you drop mike oh, myers yeah, he chases you around better. and i don't know maybe i don't know but at any rate that's basically it they win the, the rap battle by squishing him and the audience likes it I, I guess the guy liked i guess that's why the guy blew up because he liked it so much um hmm. i don't know but at any rate there's a lot of references to this uh usually all in uh, J-Pax or Yakko's rap. So let's kind of go through them, I suppose. Uh, yes, J- let's. <laughs> J-Pax alludes to uh, Yakko being a reboot of Groucho Marx, uh, which, yeah, there's a reference to <laughs> Anakin, which I kind of thought was cool. That was that was funny. Of course. Uh, there's a reference to Tony Stark and Billy Joel. Because he says, for the longest time. I've been king for the longest time. So, yeah, for the longest time, for the longest time, which, yeah, that was cool. And he's, Lion King. He's, he's, a, he's a mix Simba. between, he's Simba meets Billy Joel because he's king, king for, the for the longest time. Yeah. So that was kind of yeah. cool. Like it started this. out pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, but then and, they had to go there. Yeah. And, and, and there was going to be some other stuff. According to uh, uh, Kyle uh, Carroza, who is uh, one of the storyboard artists of the, the new series, uh, Elmira, he actually put some uh, footage up on or I should say storyboards up on his Twitter account, I think back in November when the series came out, uh, showing how Elmira was going to come out when uh, JPAC mentions Elmira. And uh, even uh, Yakko was going to hold Mr. Skullhead's skull. Up when he was doing the the Shakespeare stuff, but both of those characters were cut for some reason, which I thought is a disappointment because I thought it could have made the raps a little bit better. Uh, they mention uh, Wacko's Wish, they mention Billy Zane, they mention the baloney and the slacks, and he says Spielberg should be uh, Spielberg should do more than filming sharks, or, or he should go back to filming sharks. I don't know. Well, he said he should do more than filming, or he got to stick to filming sti- sharks. Stick, stick to filming sharks. Yeah, and so that's when it went off the rails for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that I will say that J. Pax, even though his rap was mean, I would say definitely, which I guess is supposed to be the point because he's supposed to be a character that you don't like. Um, I didn't, and I liked his raps. It was just sad. Like I liked his rap more than Yakko's raps. <laughs> It had a good beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was. It sounded good, but I didn't like the message of it. Like you guys were, like again. It was mean. Yeah. If doubt was my sister, I'd fire her. And Wackles even less like a bull than Almira. 
Spielberg gotta stick to filming sharks. Now rebooting this rebooter, Groucho Marx. Hulu wrote a check and the money beckoned. But the one is I like the bad joke told twice. If you weren't funny the first round, why would you be the second? Wanna compare my 30 Grammys to your eight Emmys? And a big body? You've been put to sleep, kid. It's time to say goodnight, everybody. Spielberg. Well, don't go there with Spielberg and don't go there with the original show too. Like, and they even, it's so funny. It's like, they mentioned like the eight Emmys and the Peabody that, that the Animaniacs got. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's, but those were done by the original writers too. It's just mean spirited. It was, it really just didn't make me feel happy (laughs) at the end of this. And it just, I just felt sad. I felt sorry for Yakko. And the, and the other Warners. I, I didn't like this guy. Um, the rhyming was good. The rhyming was but good. But, yeah, I just felt, I was like, are you trying to actually alienate people who like the original show? Like, actively trying to? <laughs> and also people who love Steven Spielberg, because you're going there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little perturbed right now. Uh, I suppose we should also mention that they also have uh, the Pinky and the Brain were inside the uh, DJ. Uh, yes. And they made some references to things, some yeah, mice. Danger Mouse was one of them. That was funny. I mean, it it reminded me of Danger Mouse, which is like so old. I, I barely remember the show. But well, I don't even think they're talking about that. Da- well, there's oh. is there isn't there a DJ called Danger Mouse or something? Yeah, or? I think so. Oh yeah, well like, yeah. In the um, in the closed caption, they spell it weird. M a u s, I think, right? Yeah, or like a there was like a five or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But then they also mentioned the other Danger Mouse. Right. So, uh, yes. Uh, Which is a cartoon. Oh, it's too bad we used that dead mouse joke in the last episode. This would have been perfect. Keep working your controls or you're going to be in Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. That works too. <gasps> We've both got jokes. No. So, yeah, that I, I I initially thought of the the, <laughs> the original Nickelodeon cartoon. Or I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. I guess it came from BBC, actually, probably not Nickelodeon. But, but I, used I watched to watch, it on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I used to watch it on Nickelodeon, which was Danger Mouse. And then I thought, oh, yeah, there's that DJ, too. I forgot mm-hmm. about him because I'm not hip. I'm old. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, again, it just um, – that was that. It was uh, – yeah. Me. <laughs> Is there anything that you guys want to talk about this last uh, cart? Uh, episode, part of the episode before we get to our water tower rating. They almost said hello, nurse. They did. They kind of allude to her, which I thought was nice. But yeah, of course. We're yeah, I miss see her. I miss hello, nurse. Yeah. I'm sad that they didn't actually have an, a pinky in the brain segment because I think this episode really could have benefited from it. Because that's <laughs> been, you know, one of the one every episode so far it's like oh the pinky brain it's been like the best second <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so you you really feel the lack in this episode yeah well let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating then <laughs> on that note <laughs> on that note <laughs> well what do you guys think out of five water towers how many water towers would you give this episode? Kelly, let's start with you because you have some strong feelings, I think, about it. One. <laughs> it, it wasn't funny. 
they made they made a comment about Spielberg. He probably allowed it, and that doesn't make it any better. I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, and Nathan, what about you? Um, I'll I'll say two. I'll say two. Um, just because concepts are fine, I think like these could have been really good. I think um, if there was a Pinky in the Brain episode. This could have been maybe a three if you cut out one of these uh, three segments. I don't even know which one I would cut, but um, if there was a really good pinky in the brain segment, sure. Uh, this could have easily have been a much better, <laughs> more pinky in the brain. That's what I say. Uh, and because of that, uh, two. Sure. Yeah, you would think like maybe they could have put pinky in the brain into a French Revolution one if they were dealing with like the takeover of France or something like that. Maybe they could have done it perhaps. But at any rate, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I mean, the funny thing is I wasn't like offended and I understand why Kelly was offended with this episode, but uh, this, this episode didn't necessarily offend me that much. It just certainly didn't make me laugh. Um, like, other than Moosey Mama, which I still think was funny <laughs> being how it was said, even though I don't understand why the moose was there. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, there to be random. I think it's, I the guess joke it's just a random I, moose, but no, but. That's the joke. It's the, there's no explanation. That's the joke. So anyway, I was earlier today, I was thinking 2.5 and now I was thinking two. And then after talking about it with you guys, I'm going to go (laughs) 1.5, which is so funny because, which is like, I don't know. I'm usually the nicer one that scores. Yeah, I'll be right in the middle. I I mean, I just, again, but the funny thing is, it's just like, I just, the, the goal of the show above all, I, I just want to laugh. I just want to be, I just want to have fun with it. The first time I watched this episode, I almost fell asleep. I, was, I mean, granted, I was watching it late at night, but what I, I, sh- I would hope that the show took would be some funny enough pills. to keep me. Yeah, I took a bunch <laughs> of sleeping pills, drank three <laughs> gallons of alcohol. I don't understand. And I fell asleep. I, I don't know asleep. what's going on. What's wrong with you, show? Um, no, I, I just want the show to be funny above all. And I just certainly didn't find this one that funny. I just kind of just, it didn't offend me. I just, I like the concept. I wasn't offended. It just made me mad. It just, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it made me mad in its unfunniness. And it, it confused made me mad in Spielberg reference. Because I watched like half of it, uh, not even half the episode, like I guess half of the Hercule Yako part on my lunch break. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, I need to finish watching the episode. I'm like, I don't want to finish watching the episode. I know. And that's the. But that's I did. The, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I didn't want it. to. It's work. Well, at any rate, that's. That's that. And I, I mean, hate to be that mean about it. I know I probably sound really mean. Well, uh, I mean, but I really, some of them I've liked okay, and and some some I've, I've thought were really funny. But this one, this whole episode was meh. There's so much talent behind this this episode in so many ways. Like I know the writers are talented. I know the artists are talented. I know the voice actors are talented. And it's just frustrating to me when I when I see an episode like this that has a great concept and I'm excited to hear and see and everything about it. And then it just so falls Because there's flat. only 10 episodes. So that gives them there's, like... It there's 13. To, oh, 13. Yeah. Uh, sorry. There's only 10 I, good episodes. <laughs> and no, we'll find out. I, I don't know why I got 10 episodes. But... um. But we're not doing 65 like we used to, you know, uh, when it would premiere in September and run through what May or whatever, however long a, a full season was back in the day. So when you have those few episodes, you know, you really need to make them shine. I mean, you, you, you've got to you know, condense it. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, they just need to be 13 really strong episodes yeah yeah and this and this one certainly 
certainly was not as strong as it should have been. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get to our contact information if you want to get, send us all that, that hate mail now. Don't at me. <laughs> Don't, Don't at me. Don't you at me. Well, <laughs> to not at you, Kelly, uh, where should people not at you? <laughs> not at? <Yeah>. Yoda Princess. <laughs> Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S. Um, or you can email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. But you, uh, can, you can at me about Cobra Kai. Yeah. I'll talk co- about that yeah, all day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you want to get bonus audio for today's episode, head over to our Patreon patreon.com slash animaniacast Nathan where can people get in contact with you Uh, you can you can at me at twitter um, (laughs) at djangoft that's neat alright and as for the animaniacast we're on twitter and facebook and instagram and of course we have our patreon now like I'll say it again patreon.com slash animaniacast where you can get exclusive audio uh, including today's discussion we had talked about Cobra Kai which was a lot of fun and we also have exclusive commentary tracks from the creator of Animaniacs, Tom Ruger. You can also talk to us on our Discord channel. You can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com. And that'll take you over to our RetroZap Discord group where you can talk about Animaniacs or really anything pop culture with any of the folks from RetroZap.com. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network, and you should check out the retrozap.com for fantastic articles and fantastic podcasts every single day well that'll do it for today's episode so for nathan and kelly this is joey saying good night everybody good night everybody good night everybody This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademarking copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. So you already know I tend to get ahead of myself. He did it! No, she did it! See what I mean?